Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the USA. It's brought to you in part by our good friends out at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage. Need a place to store your stuff? Well, look no farther than the folks down there in Carlisle. That's right. $60 a month, one month free, pay for a year. Uh, You get a 12 by 50 assigned spot. 12 by 50, that's 12 feet across by 50 feet long. That's a big spot. Trust me. Secure gates, 24-7 access, security cameras all over the place, discounts for multiple spots. If you would like to fill out an application and find your spot, this locally owned business would love to talk to you. Call Tracy, Dick, or Danielle at 515-822-1362, 822-1362. That's Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle, right down the street from Wyckoff's. So good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mom. Connie, how you doing, Ken? Good morning. Tony, good morning. Good to see everybody on Facebook Live there. So I just got back from Kansas, and I'll tell you a little turkey recap when uh, when we get into the show a little bit. I We've got a lot to do here in the next uh, two hours. We're going to be talking with Bo Harris. If you like to fish, you're going to love this show. Good morning, John Thompson. Good morning, Dan Anderson. Wisconsin is in the house, and there you go. How you doing, Steve? Good morning. So, uh, Bo owns Bojangle Baits, and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, this is a locally owned and uh, operated business. Uh, actually, he's in Missouri, but he's a, he's a mom and pop. He's all by himself, and he's making some incredible stuff. Uh, I, I Larry McCoy hooked me up with him, no pun intended. Good morning, Vince. Cousin Vinny, my cousin Vinny in New York. We. What you talking about? Forget about it. Forget about it, Vinny. Forget about it. Forget about it, Vinny. Oh, Vinny got him a turkey. Good. Yeah, uh, so uh, anyway, Bo's going to tell us all about what he's doing at Bojangle, and I think you're going to be pretty impressed. I, I Just a real nice guy, and uh, he's also an out, He's also a guide. He does whitetail guiding and stuff like that, so we can talk a little bit about that too, but... Anyway, uh, sponsor of the week uh, is Advanced Family Dentistry, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi, Dr. Williams, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart. Good morning, Mountain Man, Cliff Rooney. Good morning, Cliffy. I miss old Cliff Rooney. Cliff Rooney's a good guy. Uh, Tony, good morning. Good to see you on Facebook Live there. So, uh, Mountain Man got a turkey. Him and his daughter doubled up in Pennsylvania this morning. Congratulations, Mountain Man. That's awesome. 
Uh, so we're going to visit with Bo. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Turkey, like I said. Boy, Larry McCoy smoked a giant Missouri. Two, almost two-inch spurs. Two inches. Wow. Now, I've killed a lot of birds, and I'm not bragging. I had a weird dream last night. I actually had a weirdest dream, probably one of the weirdest ones I've had in a long time. I was at some place, and, you know, you know, as I go through the season, uh, good morning, Ryan. I post stuff on Facebook. You know, everybody wants me to do, like, field reports or you know, let me know how, you know, they want to know how I'm doing in the, well, with my hunts and stuff. So I post them and it's not, I'm not bragging. Um, I'm just letting everybody know what's going on. Well, in my dream, this guy that I know that I really know, his dad came up to me and just says, you know, I really don't appreciate you. And I said, I said what? <laughs> and this is in my dream now. This didn't happen. And I said, well, what, what's, uh, what's got you upset? He goes, I don't like how you post on Facebook. I said, well, can you give me an example? Like what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, I, I think that's arrogant and you're braggadocious and all this other stuff. Uh, when you post, I said, well, but you don't understand people. I'm trying to encourage people to get out there and hunt, you know, I'm letting them know how I'm doing in the field and good morning, Charles. How you doing, buddy? Um, you know, I'm not bragging at all. I'm, you know, I'm proud of it. I mean, cause turkeys kicked my tail forever when I first started hunting. I mean, I couldn't kill a bird for five years. It took me forever to learn how to call them and learn to where to shoot them and you know, all that other stuff. I never thought I was going to be at 90 birds now, but he goes, well, I just think it's arrogant and it's like, okay. And then his mom came, the guy's mom came over and said, don't listen to him. He's just off his coffee. Off his coffee. Off his coffee. Like and then that. I woke up. I was like, man, that was a weird dream. <laughs> I don't know what I ate last night, but man, that was goofy. So anyway, um, please don't ever take it like I'm bragging because I'm not. I just, I'm very, I'm very happy about my turkey uh, experiences because they just, like I said, it just took me forever to get proficient at, at calling them in and, uh, and doing that. But uh, never... Never am I ever going to, you ever going to hear me say, I've been on the air for 25 years. Never once have you ever heard me say, I am the world's greatest turkey hunter or the world's best deer hunter or the world's best turkey caller, because that would be a fib. I would be fibbing to you. Um, I'm just a guy that loves to hunt and fish and I'm good at certain things, but I'm never going to be the best. So I think I've made a pretty good attempt or a pretty good, uh, um, uh, how do you, Hey, mud cat. Good morning. A pretty good, uh, what am I looking at, Andrew? What am I looking for? I've been pretty consistent about that. Good morning, Arkansas Avenger. Good to see you. You know, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about, you know, just trying to encourage people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty Hendershot is uh, saying hi on Facebook Live. Scott, I can't flip it over because if I do, I'll lose my life feed, but Scotty Hendershot's my retired police officer buddy in, in New York City. He's a member of the New York Hunt Club, and he's with uh, he's with Cousin Vinny. So, but Hendershot killed two birds in Kansas. Two birds. So, there you go. And I'm going to tell you what. When Hendershot's on him, he's on him, man. He goes Serpico on those turkeys. If you don't know what Serpico is, that's actually a, uh, a gentleman that was in the 70s that rat it got uh got cleaned up the new york police force all by himself so that's scotty hendershot for you good 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 dude right there 
Morning, smoking Joe Smelter. Hopefully you're working today. He's watching us on Facebook Live. So anyway, um, Turkey uh, Turkey uh, Triple H was awesome. Uh, it took. I, I let me tell you a quick story. So was it, What was that? Was I talking? About, I was talking about that dream, and I just kind of moved on, didn't I? My ADD kicked in, didn't it? <laughs> yes. It did. Didn't you it? took a hard uh, left. I took a. I took a <laughs> turn somewhere, didn't I? But uh, anyway, yeah, please don't ever take it like I'm trying to be, you know, like you, I'm the all greatest thing in the outdoors because I'm not. I'm just I'm just the guy that likes to hunt and fish, and I'm lucky enough to, laughing out loud, I'm working, although I will be a customer's first thing. I appreciate you. Well, Joe, I appreciate you, Joe. You, I, I'm actually going to be at Carl Chevrolet at 1 o'clock today, Joe. That's making sure, make sure they got my appointment ready to go, will you? So, man, going, to, going last Saturday... Did you all see that the experience, the wind that we had? It was so bad uh, Saturday last week when I was going across Nebraska. I, I, I always take 80, and I cut down south by York, Nebraska to go to Donovan's in Kansas. I don't know why, but it's just the fastest route for me. Um, but I, got, I almost got to York, Nebraska, and the wind was so bad it ripped my tonneau cover off my truck. I'm, I'm driving along doing 75. And here's the thing about 80 if you're in Nebraska. If you've never driven in Nebraska, be careful. If you're not doing 85, they'll run you off the road. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. The speed limit's 75. Speed limit's 75. If you're not doing 80 or 85, don't even get in the left lane because they will run you down. Oh gosh. It's like a it's like a speedway, man. It's like where's the cops? So, but I'm I'm tooling along in my truck. Next thing I know, I look in the rear view mirror and my tonneau cover is flapping. So I, I pulled over real quick and I mean, just to make sure my decoys and my blind or my bow or whatever, nothing, you know, piled out of the truck. Nothing did, fortunately. So I had to take my, my reveal camera straps and tie my tonneau cover down. And, uh, it, it, it almost came off again. The wind was that bad. It had to have been 30, 35 mile an hour wind gusts last Saturday. It was awful. So I, I actually had to go over. I went over to uh, America's Topper yesterday, and I bought a. I had to buy a new tonneau cover, man. I stay away from it as much as possible. Even worse, the far further east you go. You know, Ryan, I always thought Minnesota was bad because I travel up in Minnesota quite a bit, and they'll run you off the road up there, oh, yeah. too. It's just, but Nebraska, man, it's like, it's like a, you know, is your, is your day really more important than the guy next to you driving, you know, and, 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 you know, and it's just, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if there's just fewer police officers now, which I don't blame them after all they got to put up with, but people just, I mean, even here in Des Moines, there is no courtesy anymore. People speed like crazy, uh, in a 30, they'll be doing 60. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. You know, something's got to stop anyway, but on the way to, on the way that happened on the way down to Kansas, but that was, that was bad. When I finally got down to Kansas and, uh, turkeys were gobbling. I got in there. I got into the blind right away on Saturday afternoon and saw some toms and stuff, but they were behind me across the river and I couldn't get them to cross. And then said, uh, Sunday morning, it just, uh, as soon as they flew down, they shut up and they had ends with them and they went West. So, uh, Kearney East is pretty well patrolled. There you go, Rye. So I moved over to this other spot, which is about, I don't know, about 
30, 25, 30 minute drive, uh, from where we stay. And, uh, I got on a Tom and this Tom drove me absolutely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> I mean, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I got him to strike about nine 30, got him to gobble. And then I called him in about 75 yards across the field and he would, he stacked up at 55 yards. I mean, every time I'd soft call, I'd cut, I do, I did everything I knew what to do to get this bird to come in. He would not come in. So I quit calling. I just threw my calls down. I said, fine, I'll just quit calling to you. He was doing what God told him to do in his mind, in his little pea brain, the way God programmed those turkeys is when he gobbles, the hens go to him. So he was doing what Nate God told him to do, right? So a guy just blew me by me on Southwest doing at least, yeah, Rick, it's crazy, man. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Westworld out there. People think they can do whatever they want. So, um, that bird kept strutting out there for, I got almost two hours of video of him. All right. And then he started to break loose and come in. Cause I shut up. If you're turkey hunting and the turkey will not budge, just shut up. He's either going to do one or two things. He's either going to get curious and come in, or he's going to get mad and leave, right? So I had my strutter Jake out. I had four and three hens. He starts coming in. Guess what happened? I'm right behind. I'm set up right behind a railroad track. I'm down on a dip, so I was trying to get out of the wind because remember I told you it was super windy? And next thing I know, here comes here comes the train little three car train and that turkey's he cuts loose about 45 yards the opposite way so here it takes me another hour to coax him back and that bird i finally got him in within 25 30 yards and all he would do was just do like a half moon he'd go back and forth back and forth but he would not come into my decoy setup and it was like okay he finally got into 19 yards now i'm bow hunting if i was gun hunting it'd been over and it's super windy, right? So I got those headhunter decaps. So he sticks his head up and he just, he stays there for like five minutes. He's looking down the creek line, listening. So I said, well, if you're not going to move, I'm going to take a shot. I mean, I can, you know, you're not moving. So I, I draw back and let the arrow fly. And that wind caught my arrow and I went about a foot to the left. So I missed whiff strike four around the season, right? So he, he, he runs down. He doesn't know what happened. He's sitting there just looking. And then he comes back and he lays down. He wasn't spooked. This is how, this is how carefree this turkey is. I got hail bale blinds to the right of me about 15, 20 yards, right? He goes on the other side of the hail bale blind and lays down. He just lays down and takes a nap. And it's like, you know, if I wasn't filming the show, I'd get out of the blind and go get that turkey. But I can't do that because I'm filming a show. So I just sit there. Next thing I know, I see him feeding off the opposite way. And I said, fine. So I get down out of the blind. I get out of the blind. I break the blind down and I cut and I go about 200 yards down the field. And I get down in the lower lip. There's like a little drop off down by the river. And it's a flat spot. And that's where he came out of. So I said, he's going to go back over there where he was and roost somewhere in there in the morning. I'm going to go ahead and move my blind and everything. So I drug all that stuff down there and I get set up and then I get out of there. And then, so I get up at three 30 the next morning and I go down and I, I sneak in the blind. I put my decoys out. I put my tactic cams up and I'm ready to rock. And then right about five 45, I hear a gobble. Guess where the gobbles coming from. Take a guess, Andrew. 
Where's the gobble coming from? <laughs> I don't. It's coming from exactly where I was yesterday the no. day before. He went back and circled back. No. He I must have been I must have been the sexiest hen in a in the county. Well, he, I must have I just must have said some things that just stuck in that bird's brain because he circled back and he roosted right where I was sitting. It's like <laughs> you got to be kidding me. So I just start soft tree calling while he's in the trees in the roost, you know. So I'm sitting there just soft calling three or four notes, and he got he cuts me off every time. So <laughs> he flies down. I can hear I hear him pitch down, and there's hardly any wind, which was awesome. <clears throat> so he he's gobbling every time I call. He's gobbling. He's coming. Same turkey, same turkey the day before. Next thing I know, I, I get my binoculars out and I'm glassing up that way back up towards the hay bale blinds and I see him. He's coming through the field. He is on a mission. He's coming in. Now, I didn't bring my decaps with me. I brought my regular slick trick viper tricks because with it being as muddy or windy as it's been, if I wanted to take a fifteen or a twenty yard shot on a turkey, I wanted to be able to make sure I could hit I could hit where I was aiming at. So I brought my regular broadheads. Guess where that turkey came into? He came into six yards, Oof. right by the deeks. I mean, it was like, where was this yesterday? <laughs> so he comes in and he's he's spitting and drumming. He's dancing around. My decoy's turning just a little bit because I got a big tail fan on him, and he's he's buzzing around my decoy. And I I got about a minute minute and a half of footage, and then I I just shot him. And I just, I mean, I put it right, right above the beard in between the conicals his his waddles or conicals and, uh, and his beard. So what, I mean, I hit him dead center where I wanted to hit him. I nutted him and he went about 15, 20 yards and he went into the timber and that was it. So I got my Turkey, but I'm telling you what, that was a day and a half hunt that I will never forget. That Turkey absolutely drove me nuts. That bird, that bird was amazing. Morning, Corey Weaver. Davy Jones, my taxidermist, is watching. Morning, Davy. So that was my that was that was the probably the end of my turkey season. That's four birds a season. I'm, I've had enough. That's a pretty good haul. I've had enough, man. Crazy. Larry Mack and Philip is hunting in Missouri. Larry smoked a giant. <laughs> Thank you, Skippy. Skippy said, "Great story." That I'm telling you what, man. That's why I hunt. You just you just don't understand how these critters drive you up a wall, oh. and you don't you know I feel sorry for people that don't hunt or fish because we get to see stuff that people will never understand. It's amazing, you know the interaction between the fish and the animals and everything else. It's just crazy. Larry and uh, Larry McCoy, <laughs> thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Larry McCoy shot a bird. That, it was Turkeyzilla, two inch spurs. Wow. I mean, it's a bird of a lifetime. Of of all the birds I've ever shot, I've never gotten a close to a two-inch spur. Not. I mean, that's. I don't know if you'll ever beat that or or match it again. That's that's a giant. So congratulations to Kurt, uh, Larry Mack, Left Lane Larry. He did pretty good. Philip got one too, and uh, so the RTG team and our, the Virtue teams uh, getting some birds laid down finally. Oh. Lot of Pop Popcorn. We are going to be broadcasting live at Lot of Pop Popcorn May 29th. I talked to Arlie, and Arlie's going to be bagging some popcorn to give away. We're going to be having a whole bunch of different variety of popcorn. 
So May 29th, please put that on your calendar and come out and see me at Lotta Pop. I'll be there from 7 to 9, and I'll give you a free bag of popcorn if you come out. Man, that's good stuff, too. Iowa-grown popcorn. That was a slammer. Yeah, Roger, that was it. <laughs> Larry's bird, that thing, I would I would get that bird mounted, man. Davy Jones would be mounting that turkey for me if I shot that turkey. That, that's a screamer turkey, man. Uh, so a lot of pop popcorn, 7 and 9. We'll have some uh, other giveaways, but uh, the popcorn. And uh, Arlie said he'll have, a, he'll have the store open. I got good footage of a hen beating on the deeks. There you go, Rob. Mountain Man got some footage, folks. There you go. Yeah, Mountain Man's good. So come on out. Put that on your calendar. May 29th, a lot of pop popcorn. Get some popcorn for mom or dad. And and uh, caramel corn, zombie popcorn, birthday cake, jalapeno popcorn. Uh, they got a ton of variety of popcorn out there, and it's all good. Hey, 721, some change. Let me take a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Turkey season for all of us here in Iowa is going to run through May 16th. Uh, I believe May 9th is it for Missouri. So tomorrow, tomorrow's it for Missouri. Uh, they got uh, one less week than we do. How about that? And I don't think my buddy Kent's connected yet this morning. So hopefully he gets one today or to, uh, today or tomorrow. Bum, 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 bum. So, hey, we got, I, I want to tell you about it. Uh, we're going to have a new partner coming on the show uh, that I'm excited about. Uh, it is called Pure Whitetail. Have you heard of Pure Whitetail? Andrew hasn't. I know he hasn't. He's over there looking dazed and confused. Pure Whitetail, if you have not heard of them, is it's a great company. And they really got a lot of a lot of different stuff. But what, what they're known for is their deer scents. And uh, Larry hooked me up with some of this stuff last year. And I'm going to tell you, um, it was in a powder form. I used, it's called, uh, was it called Power Up? I think it was called Power Up and Bed It Up. Uh, still got plenty of time. Sucks that PA opens so late. We do have till the end of May too. Well, there you go, Matt. Go get them, bud. Um, the powder form, they come in this little, you know, like little bottles, like, you know, like foot powder and they're colored. Uh, there you go, Brett. They are awesome. And like, like, uh, I think the bedded up was like blue and, uh, the buck, the buck, uh, scent was like red color which is really kind of cool because you can go put that on licking branches or hanging branches and put and make mock scrapes with it. And it doesn't dissipate as easy as it does say like some of the regular, you know, liquid products that we used earlier. Um, now they do have liquid. If you want to use that application, white lightning, uh, comes in a powder and in liquid form, I believe if I remember right, I'm learning about all this as we, as you and I are going to learn together on this stuff. But, uh, Josh and Grant are the owners of Pure Whitetail. It is one of the neatest things, though. I, I, I got more pictures using that. And I also I remember last year, uh, Backwoods Attraction has that Crave. So I was using that Crave spray and shooting way up in the, like, 10 feet up. Because, I mean, it really shoots out. And I was using the peanut and uh, the berry uh, scent. And then I was taking my pure whitetail estrus, or well, during the rut I was using estrus, but the bedded up, and then I was using the the buck scents in the scrapes and on the hanging branches. 
I wasn't out of the field 15 minutes and I was getting deer pictures. I mean, it was crazy. And every time I'd go in, I would took that bedded up and I'd take that, uh, the buck, the buck powder and I would, uh, freshen it all up. And man, every time I had deer coming in that, that scrape line, they were working, they would stop and investigate that. And if you've listened to the show, uh, of any time, you know, during deer season, when I, when I get my stance up, I always put stuff out, uh, wherever the trails are, I'll put stuff out right on that trail. So the deer stop and sniff it. Well, that bedded up and that buck powder from uh, pure whitetail was great. I could, it's easy to carry. You can put it right in your pack. It seals up and you can just sprinkle it out and you can put it on the leaves and the branches around you. And man, the deer, they stop and investigate that. And it gives you an opportunity for a shot. Um, they got, they got that they've got seed. Um, they've got, uh, they, you, they got tactic cam. If you, if you want to buy like the real, the new reveal X or the SK or the regular reveal tactic cam cameras, go to purewhitetail.com or look them up on Facebook. Uh, cause they got discounts. They got, a, I think 20% on discounts for some of the tactic cam stuff. Now, I don't know if it's on the trail cameras, but if you want to get like a regular tactic cam to shoot, you know, to film your hunts and stuff, I think they got 20% off, but they sell, they sell uh, grilling sauces. They, they sell coffee. Um, they sell a ton of stuff, but the neatest thing about this pure whitetail stuff that I really like, this is what sold me on them. If you ever go and good morning, Jeff, how are you doing? If you ever go and watch them on Facebook live, when they do their lives, they're always doing contests for their customers. They gave away Turkey hunts this year to go Turkey hunting with them. They gave away fishing trips to go crappie fishing. You know, you know, people just buying a bag of coffee or buying, buying a bag of seed or whatever, uh, or a or t-shirt or a hat. They got great hats and, and t-shirts, but, um, it's amazing what they do. And it, 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 how many of you got, how many of you out there are sick of this, uh, the negative stuff on social media? When you post something on Facebook, there's always gotta be somebody that rips on you. That's, you know, disagrees with you. That's just nasty. The, you don't have that on pure whitetails page. If you are, if you get on there and you're negative at all, you're, you're gone. They, they take you out. You're gone. Boom. Well, they don't take you out, take you out. They just take, you can't, you won't be part of the, of the, uh, family anymore. They call it a family. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, buddy? Dave Bailey over in Illinois. Uh, you can be a field staffer for him. You, you can apply to be a field staffer. Um, it's, it's just a really cool family thing. Now, Larry and Philip went to their bash. They got a bash they do every year. Uh, you know, I believe it's in Ohio and they, they did charity stuff for folks there. Larry said he'd never seen anything like it. I mean, people got up on stage and donated and uh, it was really amazing. So that really sold me on pure whitetail stuff. And I got a chance to spend some time with them in Kansas at Donovan's and I really like them. And, uh, so they're going to be part of the show starting next month. So I'll be telling you more about pure whitetail stuff, especially as we get into the fall. But if you're, if you're doing food plots or anything like that, they got great seed, the shady patch and the seller stuff. Check them out. Purewhitetail.com. This is not a commercial. I'm just telling you about them or go on Facebook and check it out. I, I, I just enjoy them. I mean, it's a good family feel to it. And you know how important that is to me. My buddy Brent is using the stuff in Illinois. There you go, John. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, it's great stuff, man. I mean, Larry and Phil. If it, Larry and Philip like it, I, I you know they've been hunting longer than I have. So, well, maybe not Larry, but well, maybe Larry. I don't know. Larry's 
Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. I know Philip has because Philip's older than dirt. So <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, 7.30 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. There's going to be, speaking of benefits, the first annual Giving Back Outdoors benefit uh, is going to be June 12th at the Horizon Vent Center. Giving Back Outdoors is dedicated to providing opportunities for veterans, youth, first responders, mobility impaired, and other underserved individuals to experience the outdoors through hunting, fishing, hiking, and a variety of other outdoor activities. This benefit is the first fundraising event for our new nonprofit since it's launched last summer during the pandemic, and we can't thank you enough for your support. They're going to have country music artist and Purple Heart recipient Matt Williams there. Uh, remarks from Purple Heart recipients Brady Hanawalt. Testimonials from Giving Back Outdoor people. Uh, they're going to have live auctions, door prizes, table prizes. It's going to be a prime rib dinner. If you want more information about this, just go check them out, Giving Back Outdoors on Facebook. And uh, I'm sure they still got some availability uh, for you to come out to the dinner. That's going to be a neat deal. That's June 12th. All right. All right. 733 and some change. Let me take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll give you the fishing report for this week from Sportsman's Warehouse right here on 1350 ESPN. Good day, sir. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. It's time for the wake-up call of the day, and we got Larry McCoy on the line. I can't believe you answer the phone if you're hunting. Uh, Phillip's right here with me. We're out looking for turkeys right now. We're It's, uh, yeah, it's a rough morning. Really? We've got old Nettie, Nettie and Chris Allison with us right now. We're trying to get Nettie on a bird, and, and the birds aren't cooperating. I don't know what happened. Dan, you've been up here calling because they're not talking back to us. I love it. Yeah, if I was there calling, they'd already be sitting in your lap. Uh, probably pro- probably be riding the back of the truck. What do you think, Phil? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, buddy. I tell you what. Yeah. It's cold and nasty out here. That wind blowing like crazy. Well, it's been windy all year. It's ridiculous. Hey, and the reason they would be there if I was calling, they take pity on me because I sound so bad. So that's that's why. Uh, exactly. give yourself some credit. Hey, said exactly. I was going to give you a little bit of credit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, how, you know how I've gotten all four of my birds this year. I just put some cookies, barbecue sauce out in front of the blind and they just come running. Cause nothing, they don't want to have anything on them except cookies. Hey, if I, if I was a Tom, I'd come running to that too. Absolutely. Hey, I just, I, congratulations on your time. Philip, I didn't see how big yours was, but congratulations to you too. But Larry, you killed a freaking giant, man. That thing. And Dave Jones has already been on Facebook live saying he's. Oh, he, I, I saw that. I saw that. I yeah. saw he was there. Yeah. But we, I'll tell you, we doubled with Philip and I went in. It was, it was an awesome hunt. We're hunting up here at Knox County Whitetails with our friend, Chris Allison. It's in Northeast Missouri. Uh, it's a man. It's an incredible place. We've, we have literally uh, been on birds. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty awesome experience. We, but the morning Philip and I went out. We went and set up, and the birds were absolutely just hammering. I mean, all the way around us. It was just a matter of time. And Philip looked over to his left and saw birds strutting on the hill, and and we had to sweet talk him a little bit, call real soft for a while, and and finally he he went down the row and was able to cross this gap, and he came in. Just like they're supposed to, and and I mean, wore that DSD decoy out. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see the footage on it. So, you, uh, I, 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 man, two inch spurs—that's uh, a bird of a lifetime, there, man. 
Well, Phillips, Phillips is, I mean, it's heavy, and I mean, we, he's weird, and had two beards. It's a, uh, so Philip knocked his down first. It came in, and we're sitting there, and, and literally, you know, celebrating. Chris was behind, Chris Allison was actually behind camera there uh, as well, and we were, I mean, we we're just sitting there, you know, celebrating. Philip makes a couple soft calls, and I'll be darned for nothing. Another gobbler didn't, didn't gobble across the ridge, and, we just so we crawled back in next to a tree, got set up, and and started hitting them with calls. And Chris looked out. He's like, "There's one redhead. There's a redhead." <laughs> and I couldn't see over the hump, so I kind of eased up. Feels like ease up and see if see if you can see down there. I eased up, called called a couple times, looked. I saw they looked up, saw the decoys, and I was like, "He ain't coming. He's a running. <laughs> he's he's a running." At us. And there was there was a line of them. There ended up being yeah. a total of five long bears. Three came came in, and two of them stayed right below. Four Jakes and and some hens, and they. Uh, so yep, that was uh, that was his demise, and I had no idea he had the hooks that he had uh, until I walked up and uh, walked up to him. But uh, I wasn't spur checking at all. It was just blind luck. Yeah, well, I'll I... tell you, you know, Phillips had Phillips bird was was heavy. And uh, it had inch and quarter probably hooks and and that's, that's yeah, great, it was just it was an awesome it was just an, an I mean a hunt that you dream about. That's a great bird too. You know, hey, uh, you and Larry or you and Philip are probably two of the better callers that I know that are buddies of mine. And you guys have had to struggle this year a little bit too. It's been a weird year, hasn't it? Uh, it it has. I've had really good luck myself, but I, I it, other hunts that I've had. It's been kind of tough in places too. It's it's been a weird year, but honestly, been a pretty blessed year for for as rough as it's been. Yeah, not for me. That's been rough for me. I can tell you that right now. Everywhere, it's just been. I think you know, down in Missouri, the bird numbers have just declined, in my opinion. And some of the farms where I've historically had a lot of birds, they're just not near the birds on there. And then, I mean, the birds are just acting. I mean, you feel like you'd be set right up on perfect you know right in tight to the rooster and you know getting in there early everything and then birds will gobble good on the limb hit hit the ground gobble and just literally just turn around walk the other way yeah it's it's ridiculous john bain said to tell you guys congratulations oh heck yeah thanks john appreciate it yeah hey uh and i'm gonna let you go but uh before you do i was just talking to everybody about pure whitetail introducing everybody to them and telling them about the organization. Now you guys actually went to the bash last year and you guys are the ones that introduced me to pure whitetail powders and stuff last year for making scrape lines and, and all that other stuff. And I mean, am I, I'm not overselling it. I mean, that stuff is amazing. It, those deer, they're on it as soon as you put it out. Well, I can just tell you this. When I, when I went up to Kansas and put it out in July and when I checked my trail cameras, I mean, these bucks were scraping and hitting the licking branches in July in velvet, and they're still hitting my scrapes up there, Dan. When I was turkey hunting, they were still hitting the scrapes up there. Most amazing products I've ever used, and I contribute my success this year in Kansas to that, to Pure Whitetail. Yeah, and, and that was Philip. Everybody, Philip Vanderpool, Larry, Larry, you you had probably one of the neatest hunts I've ever seen. I mean, Philip, you've hit, you had a you killed a monster last year, 
But that decoy on Heartbreak Ridge, Larry, yeah. that you that and you had pure whitetail powders inside the decoy. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's part of it. You got to beat their nose. Yeah, and uh, the more the the more real it seems, uh, uh, the better results you're going to have. And and you know, historically, like Phil was talking about the scrapes, but if you hunt over a decoy, it's important to have you know those scents out there, not only to help mimic you, but to spark to help spark that attitude. That way, they can. They can you can capture another sense, not just their eyesight, uh, but they can smell something too. And when they smell something and see something, you have a lot better chance of of them sparking that attitude uh, and putting on a show for you. Yeah, well, there you go, folks. There's two of the best deer hunters in the world, right there, Philip uh, Philip uh, Vanderpool and Larry McCoy. So they don't have to take my word for it, but. I mean, Larry, I mean, when we all, when we were in Iowa last fall for the first time on that property, we got to hunt and we put out, uh, stands and we put that camera and everything out. I'm not exaggerating. It was 10 or 15 minutes after we left and we already had deer pictures dinging the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, we went up there in the summertime, Philip, you and, and myself and, and Ryan was with us to, you know, scout the property, hang some sets. So we, we hung a few cameras as well and put some pure white tail out on some branches and uh and so yeah it was yeah it was literally that that afternoon uh we already had pictures yeah on, on, it's amazing what well, people don't realize you know they tested you know all the products is tested right there at the facility uh with live deer you know and if so it's it's that it's field tested before it goes to market uh with stuff in the in the pure white tail staff i mean i encourage anybody to go over there and, and at least look into becoming a staff member over there because they have so many cool initiatives for their staff and, and, uh, I was telling everybody they do, they, they give hunting trips away. They fishing trips. They, they're always doing giveaways and contests for their field staff people. I've never seen anything like that. And it's truly amazing. And Dan, going back to the, the powders and stuff while we're in, or in Iowa up there, you know, as I hunted there on the farm there last year, Dan, I can't tell you how many does actually come up. I would put that powder back there by the tail on the on the DSD decoy, yeah. and I did it as a doe decoy and turn the ears back. And I'm telling you, I can't. I've got all kinds of footage of does coming right up to the decoy, the actual does, and they would come right to that powder every single time, and it just calmed them down, relaxed. I couldn't even get them to leave. Yeah. No, I remember you telling us that. I. It's great stuff. I'm excited to, to partner with them. And, you know, you guys all work with Grant and, and Josh as well. And uh, the neatest thing about the whole thing, the products are really good, but the, I just like the way that they, they take care of their family uh, and all the people that field staff for them. It's, it's a family. They, they call them family. And well, yeah, there's no, there's, yeah, there's no, no negative, egos. no negative yeah. stuff at all, is it? Yeah, no egos. You know, everybody's in, you know, you know, everybody. Uh, there's a lot of hunters out there, and what's important is getting out and enjoying, enjoying the outdoors. Regardless whether you're hunting a 200 inch deer or 130 inch deer, whatever the case may be, get out and enjoy it. And when you can experience that, anything to enhance to, to enhance that experience, <clears throat> I mean that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, take your kids or uh, anybody, getting them out there and doing it. And that's what pure whitetail is all about. But I'll tell you this: up here at this place in North Missouri, this Knox County Whitetails. Uh, Chris, we're going to be putting some uh, some pure whitetail out, making some mock scrapes here. So we'll probably have a pretty good story to tell uh, here come this fall. Yeah, well, there you go. All right. 
All right. Backwoods Attraction. Do what? Yeah, we got some food plots to plant. Backwoods Attraction as well. Yeah, there you go. I told everybody we were using that Crave, too. That Crave, we could shoot up in the trees, um, and that really helped uh, keep them deer coming in, scent checking and stuff. It it was a great system. It really really worked. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. All right, you guys, go get a turkey. Go get a turkey for that guy. I'll. Uh, I appreciate you coming right, this, on. It's Nettie. This uh, you know, guy. Say hi, Nettie. You say hi. Say hi to everybody. Hey. Hey, Nettie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good, thank you. I appreciate. I'm sorry for interrupting your hunt. Oh no worries. It's okay. <laughs> I ain't talking anyway. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Good luck, everybody. Stay safe. Thanks, buddy. All right. We'll see you. Take care. Bye, Larry. There, that that was fun. Those guys, they do, they love taking people out hunting. Seven forty nine and some change. Tell you what, uh, Ed. Good morning, John. How good to see you. I'm gonna let me take one more break. We come back. I'll give that fishing report. I promise you. I it's it's rare that I can get Philip and Larry on at the same time. So that was fun. We'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Waking up the outdoors at Outdoors Dan. It's time for the Sportsman's Warehouse Fishing Report. Arrowhead Lake, crappie bite is fair. Keep size crappie being picked up on minnows on a small jig under a bobber. Blackhawk Lake is reporting 60 degree water temps. Crappie bite is fair. Starting to pick up back again. Jigs with small minnows in Town Bay around the Fish House or around Ice House Point. In the marina, fish are being reported in 8 to 12 inches range. Gills are slow. Walleye are fair. Perch are fair. There, Brushy Creek water level remains about three feet low. The west ramp is the best op- option for launching a boat with little water. Perch spot is fair. Crawlers and minnows on a jig near shore and about five to ten feet of water. Some sorting is needed. Crappie bite is good. Fish are starting to stage close to shore. Use a bare tube jig or a small jig and minnow fish under a bobber near shore. Gills are fair. Walleye are slow. Bass are good. Anglers are catching uh, bass along the wall along shore and structure. North Twain Lake, crappie bite is fair, channel catfish uh, is fair, and the walleyes are fair. Try fishing from shore using a leech or minnow fish under a bobber. Storm Lake, water temperatures are around 60, crappie bite is fair. Tube jigs with small minnows are producing crappie. Yellow perch bite is fair. Look for perch along the shore using minnows. Uh, 8 to 11 inch range on the on the perch. Uh, channel catfish bite is slow. The walleye bite is good on Storm Lake. Fishing in the main lake near the shore has been productive, especially during the late evening and low-light conditions. Spirit Lake, the walleye season is open now. Most courtesy docks are in. Perch and panfish are slow, making their way in shallower water. Yellow perch bite is fair on Spirit. West Okoboji Lake, walleye season open there now, too. Water temperature is about 50 degrees. The gills are good and the crappie are fair. The walleye season is open on Okoboji Rathbun Reservoir, the current lake level is 905. Recreational pool is 904. Catfish bite is fair. Target windblown shorelines with shad, sides, or crawlers. Uh, crappie bite is slow. Try minnows over brush piles or rock piles in 10 to 15 feet of water. Large uh, Red Hawk Lake, largemouth bass is slow. Target areas along the shorelines, along the dam. Gills are slow. Small uh, jigs under a bobber are producing the best gill bite right now. Uh, let's see. Three Mile Lake. Courtesy docks are in. Walleye bite is fair. Try jigs tipped with a nightcrawler or a leech. Uh, largemouth bass are fair. Crankbaits along the windblown rocky areas or jigs near cedar trees are working. Crappie bite is fair. Crappie up to 11 inches with jigs tipped with a minnow are being reported. 12 mile. The docks are in at the main lamp. Cro- ramp. Crappie bite is fair. 
Jigs tip with a minnow. Fish down on your uh, cedar trees. Brush piles for crappie of all sizes. The bass bite is fair. Catch largemouth bass up to 21 inches with jigs. Fish near the cedar tree. Brush piles or rocky areas. There's your fishing report for the day. How about that? Did you all see that that red ear sunfish the guy caught in California? Yeah. Six pounds. Six pounds. I'm not wow. making that up. That's that's a, that's amazing. Six pounds. Must have been thinking about Larry McCoy at that point. Yeah, that's a big bluegill, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's that, that's six pounds. Can you imagine catching that? Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Crazy talk, I tell you. All right, so uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk fishing jigs and lures with uh, Bo. Good morning, Parker Miller. Uh, we're going to be talking with Bo Harris from Bojangle Baits out of Missouri, and a uh, really nice guy. We'll probably talk a little whitetail hunting with him, too. He's a, he's a guide, so we'll see what's going on with him. But, uh, man, talk about custom bait designs and colors and all that other fun stuff. We're going to hear some names that you probably never heard before. Uh, it's always fun just going on there watching him pour baits because he's coming up with these crazy names, uh, Chunky Monkey and uh, the Midnight Minnow. I think, should, Larry, I think Larry named that one, the Midnight Minnow. Uh, they should have you name one. I, I, I gave him, he didn't like mine. You know, like the donut. No. That's no. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't like that. I'd go for it. I don't want to do the donut. That'd be my favorite. Nah, do you I, like donuts? I, I don't like donuts. <laughs> I don't know. That's a rumor. I don't know where that started. I really don't. Man, I'm hungry now. Shut up. Quit talking about food. All <laughs> right. We'll be back on hour number two right here on 1350 ESPN. We'll be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Small town Saturday night. It's all right welcome back to waking up the outdoors at outdoors dan uh it is uh saturday morning and this hour is brought to you by the fine folks at our friends at elite archery have you taken the shootability challenge yet if you haven't i encourage you to do that i drew back my elite remedy and i i had to hold back i was self-filming the show and that turkey came in dancing around my decoys and stuff. And I was at full draw forever. And I hit, he finally came around and it's like, should I take a side shot? Should I take a front shot? And then he came around and I saw them conicals and, uh, I saw that red, he was all red right there. And, um, for Facebook live, I'm actually showing him. So I went between the beard and the conicals right there. And it, there's, there's lines that come together and that broadhead went, that slick trick went right in there and it was over. And I, I couldn't do that with my other bows. Since I made that switch to Elite, man, if you ever shoot Elite, once you draw it back, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. It is so comfortable to hold back, and you can hold forever and aim. I encourage you to go check it out for yourself. And that set technology, that simplified and enhanced tuning, will make it easy for you to tune your broadheads like never before. Jerry, I was at Carl's Chevrolet last night. They have sold everything. Well, Jerry, I told you, you're going to have to order something, man. They get, they're waiting for those chips. It's crazy. Did you get Bo on? Let's go see what Bo is up. Good morning, Mr. Harris. Morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I was good. I just had uh, Larry Mack on and Philip Vanderpool. They're in Missouri turkey hunting still. I, and I actually, they answered the phone while they're hunting. I couldn't believe it. Which one of them got the big bird? That was Larry. 
Was Larry that, did. I thought it was Larry. Yeah. Was that was that not a bird of a lifetime? To, uh, those, oh my god! Them I, books. Oh, them spurs are crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be able to top that bird. Well, he's getting it stuffed. Our buddy Dave Jones over at Jones Brothers Taxidermist is going to mount it for him. But, uh, yeah, I definitely would have got that mounted. I mean, that's – yeah, I don't think you'll ever beat that. That's – No. Bo, I'm, I mean, not not bragging, but of the uh, 90 birds I've taken, I've never gotten anything close to two inches. No. that I mean, that was above and beyond. So impressive. Mm-hmm. Folks. Yeah, and Philip got a big one, too. I uh, they're They're hunting in a good part. Hey, where you? Where are you at in Missouri? I'm in uh, just north of Eldon. Eldon. Okay, tell everybody where that's at. What part of the state? Uh, it's on the <clears throat> so Lake of the Ozarks. You go up 54. Um, I'm I literally live right off 54 on in Edderville. Oh, I know where you're at. You're right off 70. Um, right. 70. Um, about a, about an hour south. Yeah, you just you just shoot south there at 54, and you're right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just come down 54 going to the lake, and you can see me. Yeah. So how far are you from Modessa, Missouri, where Larry lives? About two hours. Oh, so you're a little, you're a little bit away yet. So. Yep, still a little bit. All right. Now, I, I, what what got you excited about starting your own bait company? Well, I was more or less fiddling around with it uh, back in 2020, just kind of seeing how, what I could do, what what I couldn't do and the possibilities of it reached out to some buddies to see if they, uh, they wanted some baits after I had shot some and made some up and <clears throat> then they just started ripping off orders. Like not like a hundred or 200 bait orders. They were ripping off 800, 900 bait orders. I'm like, okay, all right. And then it just snowballed from there. Yeah. So yeah. quickly I developed, I, I, I felt like I needed to get an LLC and, and get everything legitimized well i mean i i got in on it after you and larry i I, have you known larry mccoy long maybe too long (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know the feeling yeah Uh, (laughs) larry was telling me about these baits you were making and then i went on your facebook page and it's like oh those are cool and then you and i started talking and I, you know, here's the thing, Bo, if you want to be successful in life, I mean, I always tease everybody and tell them I've got a third grade education. I don't, I've got a little more than that, but not much, but I mean, if you can find something that you have fun doing and you're passionate about, you're going to be successful because your heart's in it. And I can tell just by your posts and watching you do stuff and talking with you, your heart's in this. I, I mean, you're in all, you're in all for the ride, aren't you? Oh yeah, no. It's uh, <clears throat> I guess this this love for this developed a long time ago. Yeah, um, with with my my papa, and he's still alive. Um, but every day when we, because he drove the bus, and back through kindergarten through eighth grade, we we went to a little school called Gasconade C four, and it had a hundred kids between kindergarten and eighth grade. And uh, as soon as we got out of school for the summer. Me and Grandpa were dragging the little little fourteen foot river dog to all the little rivers around here, and uh, shoot, I bet we started doing that when I was six years old mm-hmm. every summer. 
Well, you know, one of the things that I'm glad you're doing this for since the pandemic hit, you can't find tackle anywhere. You can't, it's hard. You can't hardly find anything. I mean, as soon as the stores get it in, it's gone. So, well, and it's, and it's not just, just your ordinary colors. Um, you know, there was a, it, it's tougher, but it's giving the people what they want. And that's that, that custom option, um, getting that organized and everything, um, can be a little bit of a headache, but when guys are able to get exactly what they're wanting, mm-hmm. that they can't find at stores. They absolutely love that. Well, and let, let's talk a little bit about good morning, Jeff Klupatch. Good morning, Charles. Good Facebook live. Appreciate you watching. So I know like with some of the stuff that you're, that you started doing the molds with, I mean, you were, the colors are amazing. I, I love the, the, the flake and everything that you're putting in there. But you you are all, you are doing some really unique colors. But you're doing you're bringing some styles back. I know for all my bass fishing buddies out there, you're doing what eight to ten inch worms that a lot of you know. I mean, you it, you couldn't hardly find those. And are are they longer than that too? Or are you doing longer sizes? Um, I could potentially bring out a bigger worm. Um, most common, a guy a lot of guys like to throw that seven uh, or a ten inch uh, ribbon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some old school products that they don't know, they no longer make that I'm looking at revamping like I did with, uh, one of the other customs on that twin tail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to bring, bring back to life some of the old school baits with the new school spin. Gotcha. Well, with the new technology, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, uh, and for just like the walleye and the crappie bites going on right now, um, Larry and I, we caught, I, well, Larry, Larry's been smoking the crappie on your stuff. I caught a dozen or so when I got to go fishing. Um, and, uh, I was using the, the, the different chartreuse and, uh, oh, Bo, I don't even remember the other color. Was it the orange? You sent me chartreuse and orange, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that hillbilly cricket. Hillbilly Most cricket. Commonly known as hillbilly as cricket. Favorite. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I was smoking the crappie with it. I mean, they were hitting great. And then what was the chartreuse one? Um, was it just a straight chartreuse? It was, it was two colors. It was like a, it was like a shark and I'm partially colorblind. So, you know me, it was chartreuse and, but it had, it had that, uh, sparkle flake in it, that silver flake. That, that might, I might've just had a straight straight chartreuse with a holographic flake just to okay. make something really pop. But I, I mean, the, they hammered them. I caught bass on those. I caught bluegills and I caught, I caught a dozen really nice crappie, but I bet you Larry's caught over 200, 300 crappie off your stuff and some walleye just, uh, using the Bojangle stuff that you sent him. And well, I, that's, go ahead. Well, I would just, um, something like that four inch bow metal that I've developed. Yep. No, that was developed for, for bass and walleye. Mm-hmm. Um, I have quickly realized from the guys off the coast that they catch snook, they catch redfish, flounder, speckled trout, um, you know, a whole another breed of fishing that I had no idea or had no design, you know, direction with that bait. Right. And guys have been hammering me customs. I probably did about a thousand to fifteen hundred customs in that four inch for guys off the coast. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you, one of the colors that you got was actually Larry. Uh, I believe Larry said he came up with it. Was it Midnight Minnow, right? Oh goodness! All about that Midnight Minnow. Oh, and uh, that Midnight Minnow rocks, man. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, 
But I'll tell you what, the more I talk to Larry, the more crazy ideas he get, he wants. And I just keep whipping them up. And sometimes I lose, lose track of, of Larry Max, uh, <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever you send him, I want some too. That's all I'm telling you, Bo. Yeah. No, I know we gotta, we gotta come up with an outdoor dance. We've already talked about that, that color. I, I, I gave you a couple different options. You don't like my stuff. He likes the donut. Try the donut. He, there's no. You're not going to call a lure. That's my producer, Bo. Never mind. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, we could do something. We could do. I don't know. The ODD donut. Here you go. The ODD donut. A, a donut and a, and a <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hey, tell everybody about some of the different style baits you got. Now you got the minnows. Uh, you're making creature baits. You're making worms. Uh, you're making yeah, so, you're making crawfish. Yep. So in the in the minnow, I have a two inch a three inch and a four inch yep. in the bow minnow. Um, I have a, a three inch bow crawl. That's a little bit different. Uh, moves a lot of water, uh, has a, a really high activity in that water. Um, got a four inch bow bug, kind of a design, uh, kind of somewhat similar to a, a rage. Um, we have, I have a stick bait, a five inch stick bait. Uh, seven inch ribbon tail, uh, ten inch ribbon tail. I also have two inch carrot sticks. Um, there are some more coming in. I've got some four inch flukes coming, a seven inch fluke, um, a six inch coffin tail, uh, heavier ribbed worm. Mm-hmm. Could be fit, thrown for power fishing or for nests. Um, might be it'll be really good on a shaky head. Um, and then uh, I got something coming in. It's I'm trying to see how it's going to do. It's it's kind of like a brush thumper. It's an oversized body wise um, brush hog, and it's got a twin tail, twin ribbon tail. Gotcha. So it's it's a bigger bait, but it should uh, it should work really well for punching through cover. If you don't know what a shaky head is, folks, that's a jig head. Just in case you didn't know if he what that was, he was talking about. So. And you're making your own, you all, you're making, not the shaky, but you're making your own jig heads, aren't you? Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't heavily advertise it just because I'm trying to keep up on the, the plastic side, mm-hmm. but I do have the ability to make, um, lead heads, whether it's crappie, I've got some swim bait heads, uh, I can make, um, jig, you know, like the, the shaky heads, stand up heads, things of that nature. So, Okay. Hey, and tell everybody about those plastic deals. Oh, the uh, the soft plastic weed guard I developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, that's some. It came off of the design. Um, I didn't know what they were, folks. I had to call and say, "Hey, what is this?" <laughs> so instead of having uh, that hard stencil mm-hmm. uh, on a on a sixteenth ounce or an eighth ounce or a, or even a thirty second ounce. Um, they're kind of, they kind of, they, they suck to, to use, um, and they're always in the way. And it seems like you miss more fish than you, than you get, um, with a generic weed guard. Um, so I end up developing this weed guard out of a soft plastic. And I actually use a stiffer, um, mix that's, uh, more directed for, uh, salt water. But it's got the durability to withstand several hook sets 
but yet it's still soft enough to when you get a bite from a fish that you can set the hook, get it through the lip, and it really it just slides down the hook yeah. and out of the way. Uh, but yet still durable enough to bounce off rock, um, limbs, grass. Now, if you throw it into heavy grass, you're probably going to get a mess of it. Um, but it's going to detour debris. And it's super simple, and but yet durable. And they come, I, I, I do them in 20 packs, but I mean, I can, when it comes to quantities, if people want more, like 100, 200 of them, there's no problem. I can do it like that. But uh, yeah, it's super simple, um, but yeah, really effective. Okay. Hey, Bo, hang on. I got to take a real quick break. Uh, can you hold through? Yes, sir. Okay, we're visiting with Bo Harris from Bojangle Baits. Uh, if you want to call in and ask a question, you can. It's A15. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. That sound can mean the only thing. We're going to take the last two callers for the uh, Bob's Tools Milwaukee Power Drill Set. If you haven't qualified yet, this is your last chance, and we will draw the winner next week, and someone's going to win that really nice cordless power drill from Bob's tools over there on army post road. My guest is Brad from <laughs> Bo, not Brad, Bo, ah, Bo Harris from Bo Jangle Bates right there, right there, Bo, right, Bo. Yeah. The home <laughs> of the home of the hillbilly cricket. The home of the hillbilly cricket. The home and the, and the, and the midnight minnow. And the midnight minnow. Yep. It's the midnight minnow. Casting it all day for that, uh, for the donut. Yeah. The yeah. I'm telling you, man, I can make a song off that. It's the midnight minnow. Cut <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, the, the, to me when I'm out fishing and I know there, and I'm marking fish, I know there's fish there and there's nothing that drives me nuts than when I just, they won't bite. And it's not that, you know, you, you got to leave. It's just, you got to throw something different on colors can make such a difference when you're fishing. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh my goodness. That's, that's why coming up with color schemes that if one can't work and the other can, um, they're so finicky at times. Yeah. It's unreal. Well, I, I, what's just, what's some of your favorite colors that you got out there already? Um, actually, I just, well, out there already, um, probably the June bug chartreuse that, that seems to be, um, super popular. It does real well. Um, another one, uh, you can't, you about can't go wrong with that monkey milk aspect. Monkey milk? <clears throat> Is that what you just yep. said? Yeah. Monkey milk. Monkey milk. All right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn all these colors you got. Um, hey, and if someone, while we're talking, if they want to check out the website, we haven't even given out the, I told them to go look you up on Facebook, Bojangle Baits, but what's the website? It is uh, bojanglebaits.com. See, bojanglebaits.com. That's super easy. And if, uh, I literally just went in, and if anybody that's listening, um, if they'd like uh, to order any baits, I just created a, an outdoor dance uh, discount code, ODD. Oh, that's they can nice. use it at checkout and then get 10% off. Well, that's awful nice of you. That's great. You know, I, <laughs> it might take him a week or two, Bo. <laughs> Everybody's, half my people watching us on Facebook Live are in the turkey blind right now. 
I doubt oh, if they I got know. their credit card with them. Well, you, hey, you never, you never, you never know when an opportunity can arise. Oh, I, I trust me. Hey, I got, I got that Apple card. It gets me in trouble because when the turkeys are hung up and there's nothing going on, I, I'm sitting there shopping all the time. So I'm, maybe somebody will do their Apple card deal. But that's nice of you. Ten, thank you for doing that for my listeners. Yeah, no problem. All right, so uh, we're getting into, uh, we're starting to get into summer. Um, I know Larry and Ryan and Kent and I are going to go up to Minnesota here in a week or two, and we're going to do some walleye fishing. So what what would you recommend uh, for the walleyes that time of year? Uh, that four-inch bow metal. Um, it's going to depend on the lake. I literally am sending out some uh, for some walleye guys in Michigan. Um, he asked for uh, the jungle juice that I have, uh-huh. which is... Uh, like a bright June bug, purple, blue flake up top with a chartreuse belly. Um, the other color he asked for was uh, kind of a transparent blue with my smoke, uh, which the smoke is another, it's like a transparent black with a blue flake in it. Oh, that sounds good. So, uh, yeah, those are going up to Michigan. Now, it just depends on, on color-wise, it just depends on, on the body of water. What about white with a chartreuse tail? You got anything like that? Yeah, no, I can shoot those. I can make those. Okay, Not a problem. I I did. I usually do pretty good up. It just depends on what time of the year it is. But mid mid June to late June, for some reason, that white with a chartreuse tail works pretty good on walleye up there. Good morning, Rick Seeker. Thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live. Appreciate that. Um, the the I, the the hillbilly cricket. I I'm gonna try that, and I know I'm gonna. I, I think I got some midnight minnows, don't I? Yes. I'm going to try those for sure. Um, and then, uh, that month, that monkey milk, I think would be a good, a good presentation, but, um, you know, what do you got? What do you got? That's like, uh, like silver with some flake in it. You got anything like that? Uh, yeah, I got, uh, it's a, it's a mystic monkey. Mystic monkey. Yep. It's okay. got a, it's got a color shifting, uh, pigment in it along with a uh, very small uh the 0.015 uh black flake uh-huh and the 0. 0.015 purple flake um with like it's a it's a bluish purple color shift pigment okay and i had uh, <laughs> that's okay, andrew, that, that's andrew bow he's playing sound effects oh gotcha gotcha yeah that wasn't me saying golly that was andrew <laughs> Andrew, knock it off. Quit bothering my guest. So, hey, m- do me a favor. Uh, send me a few of those, will you? Okay. Yeah, I want to. I want to fish those. So, I'm excited, man. I get my boat next week, and uh, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm ready to hit some water and uh, and do some cranking, man. Man, that that new live scope you about to get? Yeah, that's gonna be. That's gonna change. You you might be doing less radio and more fishing with that live scope. Well, I got to learn how to use it first. I know that's what I'm saying. You less radio, more fishing. You got to learn that thing. <laughs> well, I'm hoping as good as that everybody tells me it, it's going to be. So it's it's. I'll tell you because I've got so many buddies that have it. Um, the and they'll tell you, Garmin will tell you as well. Um, the only downfall to it is being able to see the fish and they're not biting. Well, it's not every fish going to bite. Yeah, well, I get that all the time, Bo. Trust me, that's nothing new. I, I'd be sitting there marking fish <laughs> on my other electronics, and it's like they're sitting there giving me the middle fin. You know, it's just I, mm-hmm. I, 
Yeah, I already have that experience. Trust me. Yeah, turkey. Same thing with turkeys. I've had toms out there flipping their feathers at me too. I it's just I, you know some of these some of these animals have an attitude. Oh, they they've been antagonizing me. I mean, I ain't <laughs> had a chance to get out in the turkey woods, and I've seen I've seen fifteen strutters. All about that two o'clock range, you know, just after shooting time's done. Yeah, well, Missouri, yeah, Missouri, you can only hunt till one o'clock, folks, but. You know, I always tell everybody, Bo, I've taken the majority of my birds between 10 and 2, because Iowa, you can hunt all day. Kansas, you can hunt all day. But that 10 to 2, man, I um, I usually, that's usually when I get my birds. Uh, they're out there looking for new girlfriends. You know, you can call yep. them. So, yep, if they're, if they're hinned up, you might as well just go home, take a nap, and get back out there about 10. Yeah, because, you know, about 10, 10, 30, man, you can start usually strike a bird pretty, you know, pretty easy. So, it's just one of them deals. Well, listen, I want to thank you for coming on. I'm going to get you back on after we get some fishing in. And uh, before I let you go, though, tell everybody uh, where they can find you, all the avenues. <clears throat> okay. So it's bojanglebaits.com is the website. Bojanglebaits on Facebook. Bojanglebaits on Instagram. And for those that do TikTok, that's been like my biggest avenue on social media. And that's bojangle underscore baits. Okay. And if you want, if you get on there and you see something you like, just message Bo. He's really good about getting back with folks. Um, you can, you know, if you got a certain color you're looking for or a style, I mean, he's really good about custom orders. And, uh, you know, you, I'm, 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 I'm just proud of you. I mean, you've really, uh, just in the short time I've known you, I mean, you've really grown. So you keep it up. We need more people out there, entrepreneurs like you in the outdoor community. No, I appreciate that. Uh, my baits <clears throat> this week literally just made it onto the MLF Toyota Series oh, division. That's awesome, man. Well, and oh, hey, hey, and you're going to have to maybe give up guiding whitetails in the fall now. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, well, we got ice fishing up here, man. These When folks find see all your ice fishing stuff, they're going to flip out. Yeah, well, and that's <clears throat> I have a bait coming in that uh, is designed specifically for ice fishing so uh it should probably be here in about a week or so and i can get to tinkering with that so okay. there'll be a lot more options i'll i mean i'm just kind of trying to capitalize and develop and grow on the styles i have um and build it from there but every so yeah probably once a month i'm trying to add a new bait okay and what how, different what's, species. how many baits you got right now um, I have nine or ten styles. Nine or for, ten styles. Okay. There is one, two, three, four, five. There are six more styles that should be showing up in a couple weeks. Yeah, and you just bought a brand new injection molding system. I mean, you're serious about this. This is. I, I I'm gonna say I knew you win. That's that's how far I think you're gonna go. I knew I knew Bo win. Right. That well. Let's hope. Let's hope we keep uh we keep trucking along. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop on my end, so. Yeah, I'll, maybe you'll send me deer sausage at the old folks' home once a year. At the old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I'll just name, instead of an outdoor dance color, we'll just name it Old Fogey. Oh, oh, old man, old man outdoors? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that kid. He was such a good bait maker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> All right, man. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, Bo. Thank you for everything. You keep up the great work, man. Hey, uh, Jeremy Lee says you're a good guy, by the way. Bo? Did we lose him? We lost him. I think he hung up on us. Jeremy, I'll make sure he sees it. All right, hey, we'll be right back. I got to hit a quick break right here on 1350 ESPN. I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. It was a good thing. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Wait. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait. Wait. Hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. To stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail! Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. Alright, mail time. We got mail this week. Uh, brought to you by Darren Islander, American Family Insurance Agent in Ankeny. Go see Darren, he'll take good care of you. This week's question is from uh, Neil Sanders. Neil's on Facebook Live watching us right now. As, have you ever been moose hunting? If not, do you have plans to go? Neil, that is a great question. And no, I have never been moose hunting, but I'm trying to go. I've been trying to book a hunt for two years. Uh, Canada. If they'd over open the border, man. Open the border, Canada. So, but yeah, Neil, I'm going to do that. Neil's in Boone, Iowa. So congratulations, Neil. You're going to get a workshop sharpening system. Uh, I will have that here by Wednesday or Thursday this week, okay? So uh, you can pick it up during normal business hours, and uh, it'll be in the system, Neil. Congratulations. If you want a, uh, if you like a workshop sharpening system or something like that, uh, and if you want me to read your question or email uh, on the air, just go to outdoorsdan.com and look for the little cartoon mailbox. Click on that. You'll give you my email. Bring it right up and shoot me a question to read on the air. And like Neil, you'll win. It's easy. And I think I've only got six names left. So your odds of getting drawn are pretty good. You're welcome, Neil. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's see. What else was I going to tell you about? Uh, did you get Joe on? Well, let's go see what Smelter's up to. Hey, Smelter. Yeah, I'm here. So I just had a listener go up there and say they drove around and they couldn't even find anything up there. What's the deal? I got a couple things. <laughs> They're all white. <laughs> you be, are we gonna are we gonna get product in soon? Huh? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys convinced by that response? No. Here's what you're gonna have to do if you really want a new vehicle at Carl Chevrolet, and it's just not Carl's; it's everybody. Um, it is everybody. Yeah, you're gonna have to go and pre-order it, and just. Uh, but here's the nice thing about doing that, folks. You're going to be able to custom get stuff that you've always wanted. Like when I got my truck, Joel, Joel didn't really tell me the truth. He fibbed to me because he told me it was this, 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 and this. And then when I got the truck, it was the right color, but this wasn't there. This was there. This was there that I didn't want that, but he got that. But the, uh, when I looked at the invoice, I know why he did it. He got more money. If I can remember correctly, you chose that one. You saw that one sitting there. So I didn't see that one there. You got you that from another dealership. Not this red one. This one was sitting here. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you absolutely sure? I know for sure. I because have it written down in the I remember, log. 
If I remember correctly, you told me that that had a seat, a bench seat in it, not the, what's the one that's got the divider? What's that called? The bucket seats. Yeah. You said it had a, a bench seat and not a, not a, not a, uh, what'd you just say? Bucket. Not seat. a bucket. Yeah. And then when I went to, when I, after I paid for the truck, it was a bucket seat, if I remember correctly. Not that I'm griping. That's not how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you I forget asked, easily. And then I asked for a white truck, and it's red. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, you've been like working up to that red truck for like months. I like, can't wait to get my red arrow back. Yeah, red I want arrow. My red man. arrow. Yeah, yeah he's, my red arrow. Yeah, I'm fibbing, folks. He he he's. Joe gave me a white one. I can't wait to have that red arrow back. Yeah, you know what I told? Oh, hey, my. I told Jenny last night. I'm keeping that truck for four or five years, buddy. I think we're already into like fourth year, aren't we? No, we're in year oh. one. Oh, okay. One, yeah. I had to get a new tonneau cover, man. I, I heard that on the drive-in this morning. Yeah, that that wind was horrible. I, but I, that Donovan keeps trying to buy that truck from me. He loves that truck. I might have something in a year to sell him. It's not going to be that bad, but hey, Liz, no. here's the thing: uh, trade ins right now are through the roof. I mean, if you get a, they are. if you are looking to pre order something, go in there and let Joe look at your trade in because you're going to get more money than you ever probably got in your life for a trade in right now. Hundred percent. Like the average trade in, depending on what the year, the miles, and all that are anywhere from eight to twelve percent more than what they ever have been, mm -hmm. and and we can always kind of project, you know you know, miles that you're going to be driving over the next couple months, because it would take, you know, eight to ten weeks, maybe just a little bit longer to get one in of your likings, as long as, you know, GM allows us to order it with those options. Because some of the options that, you know, we want to order are on back order, on constraint to where they just aren't making that stuff right now, but we can try and look through that and work around it and go from there. So, yeah, well, a lot of it you're waiting on microchips. That's the number one thing, is, yeah. is, and that goes with all brands, is, is GM has over probably fifty-five to 60,000 vehicles. They are fully built, ready to go. They're just sitting at the plants waiting for the chips. Yeah, so go in there and order one from Joe. He'll give you a pre-order deal and give yep. you way more for your money. And uh, he'll give you that smoking Joe treatment. And it's, since it's not me, you'll probably even get 0% financing. Well, they don't even have that this month, but they would probably would next month after you get your new one. <laughs> I'm not getting a new one. I'm buying a boat next week, and I'm broke. So you're out of luck for a couple of years, my friend. That's all right. Yeah. I might be able to trade my boat in. you got to save some for the rest of us. What, trucks? Trucks, yeah. I love my truck. I love Red Arrow, man. Red Arrow's awesome. All right, where can they find you there, Smelter? 1101 Southeast or Labor at the Rock. Are you working a full day today, or are you taking off to count your money? Uh, I'm going to leave about five because we have a mother's day, uh, oh. dinner tonight. So. Hey, uh, I do probably and happy mother's day to all the mothers out there. Tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Happy mom's day. Hey, uh, probably going to have you, uh, get me some tires, uh, in about, in about four, four months. I'm going to probably okay. order some new tires. Okay. Come fall time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some Tim plies. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Where can they find you? 1101 Southeast or Labor at the Rock. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right. And I'm just kidding, Joe. You know you're outstanding. Whatever, Dan. Yeah, you're outstanding <laughs> in your field, man. Did he hang up on me? Yeah. He hung up oh, on me. Oh, my. What's, what's with that? 
Oh, man. I got the hang-up thing. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, we need to tell you about a benefit for Lacey at the Milo Locker, and then we got to get trivia in, so we better get going. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan. Andrew, get rid of that music because I don't want to do trivia right now. We're going to do, I got I got, I'm not ready for trivia. Well, I said we do trivia when we get back, but I didn't, I can't do, I got, I got to tell everybody about Lacey. I can't do that. Yeah. See, there he goes. He's jumping the gun again. All right. Lacey, our, our friend out at the Milo Locker, they're going to be doing a big benefit for them, uh, for her, uh, on June 12th from four to seven at the Milo Locker. Uh, this is going to be a free will donation. They're going to have a pulled pork dinner to go. Uh, basically what happened is, uh, they're having some medical, uh, issues. They had a brand new baby uh, not too long ago and we're trying to raise some money to help them out because it's just not a good situation. Um, we are going to have a live auction. It's going to start, uh, Saturday, June 12th at 4 PM and then on June 16th. Now I'm going to have one of my bows. I'm going to probably do my encore. The one I just got in that I shot a couple turkeys with. I'm going to have a QAD rust on that, maybe a site. That's over a twelve thirteen hundred dollar bow right there. I'm gonna donate that, and we're also gonna have some other stuff um, to tell you about. But you'll be able to go to uh, put in. I think it's p u t n e v a u c t auction dot com, auction dot com. If I'm reading this right, I'm gonna, I'll, I need to clarify that. But uh, don't forget. We got a little bit of time yet, but we want to try and help out our friends. The Milo Locker helps out a ton of people every year. They don't ever tell anybody about it. And it's time we come back as neighbors and help them out. So, uh, put that on your calendar, June 12th from four to seven, uh, the Milo Locker down in Milo, Iowa, two twenty three Milo street, Milo, Iowa, and get a pulled pork dinner. Just throw five, 10, 20 bucks, whatever you want to do in there. Get you a pulled pork dinner to go. And, uh, Get on these auction items, and I should have a list of auction items here soon. Okay, we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> see, I I don't know if I want to do trivia today because if I do, do we have people calling? Not yet. We Not, we kind of quelled that well, really quickly. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Tacticam just launched their new trail cameras, the the X. Okay, I got three of them in the mail. Oh, I got three of them. They're sold out. You cannot buy them. They're gone. They sold 60,000 cameras in like a day. 60,000. Man. They did this last year. I told you if you, if you, I told you not to procrastinate, not if you didn't get your orders in. Hey, and if i you know, I was talking about pure whitetail earlier, go to purewhitetail.com. They sell Tacticam. They, you can buy cameras there when they get them in. And that's, they, they got discounts and everything else. So go purewhitetail.com if you're going to buy Tacticam stuff. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to give one of my cam, my, my brand new Tacticam Reveal X cameras. I think what we're going to do is do trivia next week. That's a $139 camera. I'm going to do that next week for trivia. I think that's what we're going to do. Okay. So let's save that up for next week. It gives me a few more minutes to talk to you about some other stuff that's going on. And, uh, and we'll do, I'll make it not super hard, but this is, I mean, you can't even buy this camera right now. That's how hot it is. Okay. 
pretty cool. They did some upgrades on it. So next Saturday, we're going to give that away one camera, and then I'll bring a WorkSharp sharpener in or something like that. But let's do that because I want to do something kind of special. We're, we're getting towards the tail end of turkey season. We're getting into fishing, and then you know what everybody else's attention starts turning to? Food plots, getting everything set for the for the fall deer season. So what a great time. Uh, you know, June June historically is a great time to put trail cameras out and start seeing your antler growth and development and stuff like that. So why don't we do that? I think we're going to do that. Is it all right? Give me a thumbs up on Facebook Live. Is anybody all right with that? Give me a thumbs up. Everybody like that? Chance of winning a, a brand new Tacticam Reveal X camera next Saturday on the show. All right, there we go. We got some got some thumbs up. So, uh, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll bring a workshop sharpening system in. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that. See, just you guys are awesome. You rock. I got one mad face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, let's see. Herman's Fine Jewelers. I want to thank Herman's Fine Jewelers. Uh, they've been a part of the show for almost 13 years. Thanks to Donnie and Frank for doing it. Hi, Pam. Good to see you, kiddo. Uh, I, I want to thank Donnie and Frank for being, uh, really, really nice. Another gobbler down this morning at Triple H. Good morning, Dano. Gobble, gobble. Well, there you go, Donovan. Turkey killer. Um, oh, I'm so, I was so, t- I, Donovan got a brand new lease. And he, he took me down there uh, like a month ago. So I got, I shot the one bird. He goes, Hey, go down to do, go down to this other place and scout it out. I ain't even been down there to see what's down there. So I drove down there. This place is just, this place was beautiful. Open, open fields for filming, uh, had a Creek running through it, had Milo cut Milo and corn on, on food, uh, f- on the, on the food plots or not food plots, but the crop fields and just cedar pine, uh, cedar ridges, plenty of bedding area, roosting area. I mean, this place was primo. I get down there. I'm turning into the property on a two track. There's seven toms and a couple of hens out in the Milo before you pull in. So that was awesome. And then, and then I get down in there to where, um, I can park and walk down. I walk about a hundred yards along the fence line of this cut cornfield. And there's three strutters and a hen out there big strutters. So I called Donovan and said, Hey, this place is full of birds, man. So Donovan, he goes, were well, you going to hunt? I said, you know what? We had a look, we had a young lady in camp that got her first Turkey. She still had a tag. I said, bring Emma down here and get her a bird. So he goes, okay. So he's on his way down. Farmer comes out of nowhere with his tractor and his anhydrous tank and disc and goes and cuts and goes right to where those toms are and chases them out of the field right when Donovan gets there. It's like, and then they couldn't get a bird to they answer after that. I felt so bad. But anyway, Donovan calls me yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Hey, that property I leased, the guy, the farmer changed his mind. He's not going to lease it. Talk about stabbing the heart, man. Cause I had deer, I was already had where I was going to put my deer decoy. I was going to rattle and rattle in some big bucks this fall. That's the way it goes, man. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Herman's Fine Jewelers. I, you know, I was thinking of Herman's and deer popped into my head. 222-2600, 222-2600. Give them a holler. Mother's Day is tomorrow. You still got time to go get mom something special today. 
Uh, over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. They got in-store jewelry repair. And if you want to sell something, get a new live scope for your boat, you go to Herman's, take it there. And uh, if it's jewelry related, they'll give you more for your money. Uh, nor. Um, this is normally the time we do trivia. And I usually tell you about Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi at Advanced Family Dentistry, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Williams, and Dr. Stewart. But since I told you about them at the beginning of the show last hour, I won't. I don't have to do that again. If you need a dentist or you're just new to the area and you're looking for a dentist, go see Advanced Family Dentistry. That's where I go, and I promise you they'll take great care of you. Super nice people, and I'll give you the phone number real quick, 964-1490, or anytime, AnkinySmiles.com. All right, so I got to be with you. <laughs> oh, whatever, Obi-Wan. I, I give up on you. So, uh, so next week, all right, next week we're going to give away one of those new Tacticam reveal cameras. Um, Backwoods Attraction uh, is sending some food plot stuff up. If I get it, uh, we'll start giving some of that out so you can put some really good food plot stuff in. Pure Whitetail is going to start on the show in June, so I will we'll have giveaway stuff from Pure Whitetail, some of the powders and uh, the scents and lures and stuff. I ordered a grill box from Milo. It's some of the best meat I have ever grilled. Thanks for the heads up. DJ? That's awful kind of you, man. The Milo Locker. See, they, they're helping people. They're bringing a little taste of Iowa all over the country now. Isn't that exciting? I, I think it's rocks. That's awesome. So I, I'm excited for whoever gets that trail camera next week. They're going to love it, man. It's one of the easiest cameras to set up. And I great battery life. And now they've actually got a solar port in there. So if you want to use rechargeable batteries, you can put a solar panel up and you'll get extended battery life out of that. You don't even have... The thing about that phone, it sends it right to your phone. You don't have to go out there and educate the deer that you're in there changing SD cards. That's what I really like about it. So, all right, uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. We're gonna we got uh, we got a couple uh, professional bass fishermen coming back on. Uh, we're gonna start making a transition to talk a little bit about camping stuff. I got a couple camping experts coming on. Uh, we got to, I'm going to try and get Scotty Lasith on to talk about grilling recipes for the 4th of July. We'll try to get Scott back on. And, uh, if you got anything else you want me to try to get lined up for guests, go to outdoorsdan.com and shoot me an email and I'll try to get them on there for you. Okay. That is going to wrap it up for this week. May the turkey be with you. You still got eight days. Go get you a long beard and, uh, get out there and what a line whenever you can until then. God bless you and be good to one another. See ya. Bye.